So I had my first Trump dream. <laughs> <laughs> this sounds like intro material. Yeah. Well, you want to know what happened? Uh, yeah. Basically, it was a long-ass dream, but I made a point to remember this part because it was the best part. It was the only part that he was in. But uh, I was back in an apartment that I used to live with my mom in. Uh, mom wasn't there. It was in San Pablo. We used to live there. I I think I was, I was spending summers with her, like after I graduated or, or or before I left for Chico. But anyway, mm-hmm. uh, I was in this apartment, and Donald Trump's naked ass is there. <laughs> and he decides to take a piss on the living room carpet. And I'm like, hey, what the fuck are you doing? Don't do that. So he gets real mad. He's like, whatever. No, bad president. Yeah, he goes into the bedroom, and he's holding like this. It's not like a a full box. It's like the top of a box that you put on a box. And he's holding it upside down. And he's like about to go take a shit in it in the... In the bedroom. And I'm like, hey, what are you doing? You can't do that. Don't do that. I was like, go to the bathroom. He's like, ah, fine. Whatever. So he goes into the bathroom and he leaves the door open. And I could Mm -hmm. see him. And he starts jerking off into the sink. (laughs) Like, what are you doing? You can't do that. Oh, God. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, to another episode of the Otaku Connection. Please pardon any lack of enthusiasm in my voice. This is maybe like the fifth or sixth attempt at recording and opening, and they've all left me depressed. For a number of reasons, namely, I don't have enough going on to really have something interesting for you every time I start these up. But I don't want to just get rid of them completely. I feel like this along with the uh, episode previews helps to make the show unique give it a bit of its own signature what have you Uh, I don't know we'll see the upside is we do have uh, one thing coming in that next week but the following week to shake things up not new but maybe old an old taku per se yeah Joe's coming back yes that's right we finally get the return of the Joe face again not next week but the following so there's something to look forward to but uh, till then uh, we got more O-Round for you uh, 7-10 through 10, 4 episodes this time yeah it was originally going to be 3 like normal but then I saw the preview for episode 10 and thought yeah I gotta see that we get some pretty good conversation out of it so um, please enjoy <laughs> Well, I do want to say that it was very just. I was kind of worried about watching these, just because it's so much of the same thing. But right out of the gate, it was really nice to go to some new locations mm-hmm. and like have radically like different adventures. Yeah, like the uh, the weird biodome thing <laughs> that they were in. Yeah, their little jungle adventure. Yeah. 
It was uh, very interesting. I I enjoyed it. It was a fun romp. Alligator City. Yeah, like the plot points of uh, just things just happen because that's the way they're designed in the biodome. Yeah, getting a more and more indication that uh, Glasses Man is maybe a bit of a sociopath. Oh yeah. It's like uh. I guess releasing the alligators wasn't a good idea, especially when one of our people was missing, but uh, I got some good data out of it. <laughs> Who was that guy? Was he just a guy that worked there? He's the vice president. Okay, so he's the vice president of Oran High. Yeah, that guy's a fucking dirtbag. What the but fuck? He, he basically runs the club on account of uh, Fearless Leader being so incompetent and obsessed. Yeah. yeah. So I was going to wait till we moved to the second episode, but... Glasses guy really rubbed me the wrong way. Oh, yeah, well, here's the deal. with, And I, I know you're thinking of a specific scene. Mm-hmm. That's supposed to be fan service. <laughs> Him doing it in that way. Though I think the one thing that threw me off is that they didn't outright say it. Unlike the rest of us, you have to worry about rape. Hmm. Yeah. Maybe they just didn't want to say the word, but I, I understood what they were trying to do, and I understood that this was supposed to be a fan servicey moment. Mainly because I've seen at least one video of fangirls actually freaking out over that exact scene. It's terrible. <laughs> oh, man. Again, it's, it's the... How should I put this? In any other context, I think everyone would be more in line with your thinking. <laughs> I guess... But this is, how should I put this, in the case of shoujo manga, the readership that it's geared toward is specifically waiting for shit like that to happen. You like rapey shit? I suppose, yeah. Um, it's hard to, it's hard to explain. (laughs) It's hard to say without just saying that the Japanese are like weird in their sexuality. Yeah, uh, I don't know. This is this is out of my pay grade. Well, because all their porn just looks like... Not all of it, but more of it than I definitely like. Yeah, it's a good chunk. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I don't like him anymore. Not, not that I ever really noticed him to begin with. I guess the other part that bothered me about that episode, like that, that scene already kind of happened on top of... I'm not sure, because it's hard to keep up with the subs sometimes, mm-hmm. but it seemed like what happened was, like, Haruhi, like, came out like a badass and saved these girls from, like, really skeevy, rapey dudes. Yeah. And then, like, the entire club was just like, how could you? Like, you're a woman. Well, I think... Sorry, go ahead. You... And then go she... Ahead. And it seemed like she was like, oh, I get it. You were worried about me. I was wrong. Um, yeah, kind of. Uh, well, again, the realization that she's at more risk than they would be doing the exact same thing by virtue of her gender. That being said, it kind of comes off as remember your station more yeah. so than, you know, this is riskier for you. It's um, kind of patronizing and a little condescending. And, and part of the problem is, is I think they do this on purpose. The way it's said is kind of devoid of the implication so it comes off as you're a woman you're supposed to be you know meek and call for help and all this stuff when it was Uh like it was 
it was supposed to be more like the way you yeah. yell at your kid for like running into some dangerous shit. Yeah, it came off kind of like it should have been. It, it came like, off sexist. If yeah, if the it should have it would have been cool if it came off as like oh she's a strong character, but it came off as more of like no she's too brash and she shouldn't be like that. Seemed like the message of the the episode. Yeah. Yeah, which, if that's the case, and that's that's unfortunate, I feel like there's there's a way to have this both ways, and I don't think they succeeded in doing so, though I do think they tried. Yeah, I don't think so at all. Um, yeah, the next episode was weird. I kind of, I don't know. It's it's it, the part that rubbed me. The, the, what bothers me is is they have the opportunity to, like, create such, like, unique and, like, I hate to say, like, good morals, mm-hmm. but uh, from, like, my standpoint or what I believe, like, people should be putting forth, mm-hmm. um, I, I feel like they miss a lot of those opportunities. Yeah. Whereas it, it's... I, I don't want to say the show's kind of progressive because it's Japan, and I, I'm really curious how japan actually views this sort of thing mm-hmm. like I, th- I think it's an interesting s- story that you know she dresses up like a boy and it's kind of this reverse harem and it's like there's a lot of material to play with mm-hmm. but i feel like in japan they might just be viewing it as like a novelty yeah it's just like, tropey like the- fun yeah like when they bring in her dad and they're like oh your dad's a tranny and they're that felt a little more it was interesting. It mm-hmm. felt like they didn't play it like it was a bad thing, but yeah. they were at the same time still like, your dad's a tranny. Well, they were kind of over it pretty quick. Yeah, I think it was, which was nice. It, but I, I feel like it was the way it was written was kind of like, I don't know. It, it, felt, it feels like, like a culture from like, 20 years ago trying to be progressive about trans people mm-hmm. you know what i mean i suppose like it wasn't like fearful and he it seemed like he was like an interesting character mm-hmm. but at the same time it didn't seem like they're paying the material with total respect i don't think it really offended me or anything but it, it was just weird how would you have wanted them to depict it then um Maybe explain a little bit more about, like, the actual, like, lifestyle choice of that. Mm-hmm. And, like, how it affected his daughter and more, like, <laughs> maybe, like, it's weird to say because usually I don't really have a problem with... I, see, it's that thing that comes down to language where I don't have a problem with the word tranny per mm-hmm. se, but... Because I think people get too caught up in that, but at the same time, I do understand, like, like this would be an exception to that for me, where it's, they're just using it out of ignorance. Mm. Like, and it's a very strange stance that I particularly have, where because I think if something's used for comedy and humor, it's, and it makes people laugh, and it's not, you know, the joke isn't really saying that these people are like terrible or shitty or less than human it's not malicious yeah 
But I feel like here it's not really malicious, but it is a little ignorant. Uh, I, I can kind of see, though I kind of feel like that's just that initial reaction of, whoa, this is different. Because I'd say after, after that initial thing where they kept saying the word tranny over and over, <laughs> it was just kind of like, okay, this is how he's dad. Yeah. Yeah. It was interesting. Yeah, I liked, um, not only did I like getting that insight, or rather more insight on Haruhi through that, I feel like it kind of works synergistically both with the Beach episode and some earlier episodes, even um, the episode with the crazy lesbian trope. Uh, if only because it, it, make, it makes you think about how she reacts to the other characters, certain things, and the fact that she's so uh, blah about... Uh, her appearance specifically in regards to i guess gender roles mm-hmm. and then they all show up cross-dressing and she finds it to be hilarious she's mm-hmm. kind of non-phased by it outside of the fact that they did it poorly yeah well i guess uh coming back to them getting mad at her for uh in that previous episode the fact that she's sort of used to doing things on her own to the mm-hmm. degree that she never thinks to ask for anything, let alone help, mm-hmm. when her life is at risk. Yeah. All of that. You get a lot of that, a lot of callbacks to those things in that 10th episode, which is why I wanted us to watch it. Yeah. And for me, it's kind of, it's it's a little harder for me to pick up because we've, we're so scattered with mm-hmm. watching these. Yeah. Every time we jump in, I'm kind of like, who is this? Who is this? Like, I remember the characters, but I'm like, okay, this is their backstory. Mm-hmm. But just one last point on the other stuff is, like, I feel like the series as a whole is, like, it's kind of, like, I like it, but it's, like, it's, like, swerving back and forth over this line. <laughs> you know what I mean? Between, like, borderline offensive and, like, kind of progressive, but mm-hmm. never, like, really each yeah. And I can't tell because I'm not Japanese, I don't think, what they're going for. Yeah. Um, I guess I wasn't thinking about it that hard in that way that I did notice. I've kind of always taken it as them tripping into progressive stances and depictions rather than outright pursuing them. Yeah, that's that's a good way to... I feel like the people, they kind of just... Which I appreciate in some way. I feel like they just wrote what they thought was funny. Yeah. Without trying to be malicious. Mm-hmm. But without doing too much research. <laughs> yeah. Um, there may be something to it, um, and I might be reading more into this than I should, because uh, the uh, lesbian tro- the tr- the lesbian troupe from the other school refers to themselves as the Zuka Club. But um, I remember hearing that term. I think it was in an episode of Anime World Order or something looked it up and i think it comes from an a japanese uh acting group like stage acting and performing called uh takarazuka review hmm. which is a uh all women group mm-hmm. and they play all the roles and have actually done stage adaptions of They've done a stage adaption of oran amongst uh other manga uh books uh Western things, Eastern things, whatever. They're still going to this day. Um, mm. 
And I read a teensy bit about the popularity in one of it, outside of uh, implications of, like, having a very big lesbian following, uh, hmm. was there was an element of freedom and liberation in seeing women get to play the male roles. Hmm. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was the other point I was going to make, is that the other reason I can't tell really where that line is is because I'm not I'm not really queer. Well, I, th- well, I guess what I was getting to with all that is that I think um, it might not be as much by accident, mm-hmm. but it's kind of deliberate, but not straight up like looking to make a statement, as I suspect this may just be something... Some of these elements might just be things that the author likes, and mm-hmm. they just so happen to be uh, fall into that uh, progressive category. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's such as characters not being confined by gender norms, and uh, yeah, mainly that. Mm. Yeah. But uh, yeah, speaking of that, wait. So the twins' parents are fashion designers. Well, they mentioned uh, their mother, um, I want to say twice when talking about trying to get Haruhi in a swimsuit. Yeah, how did you feel? About, I kind of, that's, you know, that was something that I was jumping into was really confusing again. Because mm-hmm. we jumped straight into the beach episode. And then I'm kind of like re- remembering who everyone is. And I'm like, wait, yeah. so they don't want her to be in a swimsuit? Because they're going to a public beach? It's or... specifically Fearless Leader who doesn't want her. Uh, yeah. Though, really, he was just having a hard time looking at her, and he was probably trying to... He was like, nope, I'm going to be, I'm gonna expose myself if I stare at her any longer. <laughs> yeah, I figured that out. Uh, Put this sweatshirt on her before I embarrass myself. <laughs> yeah. Or he gets a boner. <laughs> yeah, they're... <laughs> Yeah, that was pretty, uh... <laughs> but the, see, again, talking about that line moving around, it's like, it was funny how they were, like, talking about, like, how she's got no tits, mm-hmm. and, like, they need to put her in a bikini mm-hmm. to make up for that. I can't remember, I think she was, like, she was pretty upset about it, or she, like, gave him shit. I think it I was uh, more about, uh, putting her in the bikini than anything else yeah well so stop were, trying to dress me up like your damn barbie doll yeah well they were specifically like telling her that she had like and she wasn't very lady like at some point mm-hmm. yeah yeah which uh was all for not when uh, this ended up being a work-related trip mm-hmm. so yeah. she had to she had to be in a host mode which is pretending to be a guy yeah There was a serious moment at the end. Why? They were at the beach and they were yelling at each other. Oh, that was... I think that was when uh, uh, Fearless Leader was yelling at her for being reckless. Fearless dumbass. Yeah, he just, like, worded it poorly, which, again, I think was by design. Yeah. And then she ate a bunch of crab. Did you like the crab-eating scene, Jumper Cables? (laughs) It was silly. And apparently Fearless Leader found it adorable. Hmm. I wish crab came out that easily when I cracked it. 
Yeah. Probably it just sp- Man. sprays like seafood juice in my eye and then like the meat falls out on the floor and I'm like, God damn it, or there's nothing in there. My dad exoskeleton and bone. My dad does that. Occasionally they bite king crab when I'm up there, and then we all gather around and watch the old man crack the crab open. Kind of like cutting the turkey. With his giant bare Mexican hands. But, uh, actually, I think he does have one of those little... Little uh, cracking bits? Little... Yeah, those little cracking things. Yeah. Yeah. Some, those some weird tongs. Yeah. I just, this may be a sign of me getting old, but I couldn't stop thinking about how much, like, cholesterol and bad stuff is in the crab. <laughs> and she ate so much. All I wanted to do was, like, eat some crab. But I guess... I she guess also that, threw it up. They took that, yeah, they took that into account. She threw up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <sighs> um, if I can't mention something that happened across the board, and I'm guessing it's just going to happen over the course of uh, this entire series, is everyone fucking getting straight up owned by banana peels. Oh, yeah, I did notice that a couple times. Banana peels were fucking people up. So I wasn't paying attention. Speaking of fucking people up, how about honey? <laughs> oh, being a judo master. <laughs> yeah, it's it's he's kind of like a character I don't want to like, but at the same time, it's like it's like the dirty cop that it's just like he gets the job done. Like mm-hmm. you can't hate him. What is it? Why do you not want to like him? He's just like tiny and squealing and like annoying and only has two emotions either like squealing with joy or crying yeah but he's kind of funny mm-hmm. he kind of gets all the best jokes yeah like uh telling the lesbians that their leader is taking a nap but yeah the the weird girl school that was that was weird yeah yeah specifically the like anti-oran team uh i like the idea of rival groups but um I kind of wish it was maybe just a different set of hosts and not some misandric lesbians, because uh, they scare me. I don't know if they were all lesbians, were they? Uh, they seem to imply that to be the case. I don't know well, for certain. The point is, they scared me. Well, it didn't seem like all of them, but you're scared of lesbians. Yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised you remembered that. How can I forget? And And to be clear, I'm not scared of them now. I just was. <laughs> gotta check under the bed before you go to sleep for lesbians not that kind of scare <laughs> you clearly don't remember the story in its entirety oh I do <sighs> but uh the point yeah. is for so anyone doesn't immediately start like screaming homophobe at me it was a very irrational fear I won't go into its origin only that uh, there was a point in my life where if I heard someone I thought was either lesbian or bi mention not liking men, I would have to get out of the room as soon as possible. Because mm-hmm. I legit thought I was going to disappear. Disappear? Yeah. Like, cease you... to exist. Okay. That's weird. Yeah. <sighs> the point is, some of that still lingers, which is why misandry freaks me the hell out. Hmm. But, uh, Yeah. I wasn't particularly fond of them either. The whole episode kind of went in and out of my brain because they were so... I was just like, what did they even... It just felt like they were doing different things, which I guess is what life is. But (laughs) it just felt like they were like, yeah, we dance and we sing and we 
have lesbian sex sometimes, if that's what we're into. And then mm. we're here to steal your girl. Yeah. Yeah, I think they're just supposed to be like rival characters. I'm hoping they're not a one-off deal. Mm-hmm. Like they'll come back later and there'll be some sort of like weird competition or some shit. Uh-huh. Um, I'd be fine if they didn't come back. Oh, I'm sure they... I'm sure they will, though, since how many episodes are there? There's, like, 27? Yeah, well, I think the show needs some kind of uh, conflict. I mean, they're, they've they gone uh, quite a ways with uh, character development and still don't want to... still seem to don't want to get into, like, a romantic plot just yet. So they're going to need something to kind of keep things moving forward. So I'd be cool mm-hmm. with that. Otherwise, I mean, I guess they could always go with, uh, oh, see, it's hard for them to go with the, we got to save the Rex Center plot, considering how rich everyone is. <laughs> yeah, the Mr. T episode. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're also, I, which I didn't really realize, like, I guess now that I think about it, you know, they have, like, pianos that come from the ground, and, or was it the ceiling, or was it that somebody else that brought that? Mm-hmm. They, they're in a big fancy school, and they're all preppy as shit. Yeah. I didn't really remember that what's in face was poor or that they were rich. Yeah. But some class warfare going on. Really. Yeah, nice little inversion of like, I don't understand this weird social etiquette in episode 10. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or was the rich people having to figure out how to talk to non-rich people? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> going to the super... Yeah, funny how they like how how quickly they all fell in. Uh, rich guy starts immediately starts couponing. Nervous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's too many jokes. Did you watch the dub? Yeah, I did. I'm th- I watched the sub, and uh, I'm thinking maybe I should switch to the dub so I can pick up the jokes better. Yeah. Because I'm I'm not. Like, there's some jokes that are making me laugh, but mm-hmm. sometimes I miss a lot. Mm-hmm. I can't read that fast, because there's always multiple text. Yeah. And sometimes the text jokes on screen are, like, the joke, and then I'm busy reading the subtitles. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, so, so you like the dub? Yeah, it's pretty good. Mm. Okay. Maybe I'll... Because I usually I have my rule... If it's set in Japan, I watch this sub. Yeah, well, we, it's, um, unfortunately, it's not on Netflix anymore, so normally I had the, uh, luxury of watching both. Mm-hmm. I'd watch it, uh, subbed one time and then dubbed the next. Just, like, not only to catch differences, but also just because mm-hmm. I like doing that. It's still on Hulu for anyone looking to watch along with us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think we uh, hit all the major points. Like, only other things I'd have to say are, are like minor bits that I found amusing, like the fact that the lesbian group would twirl in and twirl out of locations. Oh yeah, me and Haruhi have something in common. You both like to dress up as boys. Yeah, I, I suppose. <laughs> Uh, we're also both afraid of lightning. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. That was weird. She was like, 
weird SMM scene. There's a lot of it's very Japanese. The bursting in on on awkward situations that only look awkward. That, mm-hmm. Well, they're actually they actually are awkward, but they look like something far more awkward. Yeah, they're they're implicit of something far worse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I did I did find that. Uh, yeah, I have some business to take care of in this closet. <laughs> yeah. SNM. Uh, yeah, accidental SNM. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, which I don't. She kind of took took that as like, oh, this is SNM, but that's not really what SNM is. No, I guess I guess they were thinking specifically of like some idea of bondage. <laughs> yeah. This well, there's something for you to try next time. There's thunder and lightning. Okay. You don't like thunder and lightning? Uh, lightning specifically. Why? I'm legit afraid it's gonna hit me. Huh. I I like it. I was I was kind of even wishing for thunderstorms so I something to listen to. I fall asleep. Yeah, I'm I'm not as bothered by it in, indoors, but if I'm outside and there's lightning, I, I just mm-hmm. won't move. Oh yeah, you want to be careful outside for sure. I mean, like I'll hide under something. Yeah, so, well, I'm not well gonna, you kind of under, understand your astrophysics. Not astrophysics. Astrophysics are if there's lightning out, I'm staying indoors. Lightning doesn't hit the same place twice, except for the few times in history where it has. Mm-hmm. And unless there's something to attract it, you stay in your car because the tires are insulated. <laughs> I might you know, go out if I'm wearing a rubber suit. Yeah, a rubber suit would be cool. Don't wear a metal, and then. You want to also be uh, close to things that are taller than you. Yeah, I'll hide under trees and shit. Yeah, because, well, I don't know if you want to hide under the trees, because if they get struck and catch on fire and they fall on you. Well, I'll I'll run when they start burning. Yeah, Yeah, you can be a safe distance. But, you know, they can, like, zap a branch right off. You got to be a distance where it will favor the tree rather than... And your big black head. Yeah. What was it? <laughs> Actually, it's part of the reason why I found Vulgan scary. Like, especially the first time I started playing huh. MGS was like, like, I was like, okay, so he's got lightning power somewhat. It's like, and then there was like the other voice in my head, like, no, this guy is literally that thing you're afraid of every time it starts raining. <laughs> That's funny. And he's a sadist. He actually wants to hit you with lightning. Uh huh. Yeah, and then he tries. Yeah. And then he gets fried by a lightning bolt. Or fried by a bolt of lightning, as Snake says. Mm-hmm. Kuwabara, Kuwabara. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, seeing as how we've steamrolled this, I guess we'll get on to recommendations. Uh, mm-hmm. Anything you want to recommend in, re- re- in relation to this show? Um, didn't we just watch something real gay? Uh, Fudanchi Koko Seikaku? Or oh, yeah, yeah. High the School Life of, uh, what's, yeah, that. Um, I don't really know a whole lot of shoujo-related comedies outside of, like, Chobits, which is, uh, kind of really fucking creepy. Why is it creepy? So, um, what is it? I guess the premise is, like, this guy turns on a, like, uh, 
I don't know what it is if they're just like androids or if they're like android-like computers. Like one guy turns one on and it has basically the mind of a child. And oh, he's it... stuck looking after it. But uh, mm-hmm. the show seems geared towards uh, the feelings between the two of them being romantic rather than familial. Yeah, because it's like a hot cat girl, right? Something like that. Yeah. And it's like, I remember seeing an episode before looking at the opening. And it was like, oh, this is a this is adorable. She's a silly little, like, robot baby. This will be funny. I'll watch this. And I saw the opening and I'm like, ew. No, this is wrong. But I mean, like, I guess if you can get past that or if you only watch it to a point, uh, there might be some humor there. Chobits? Yeah. That's a, that's a cautionary recommendation. <laughs> I mean, uh, I think the only other thing I know of, I've, I think that's even come out by the author of... Um, yeah, Millennium Snow. That's uh, another thing made by the same um, author. Uh, she's also inspired by uh, the works of Clamp. Oh yeah, I think I mentioned this in previous episodes that uh, another influence was a shoujo manga I really liked called Please Save My Earth. Please Save My Earth? That's going to yeah. come up when we do uh, do the KTEH month. What's KTEH? A uh, public, sort of like a PBS type channel in the Bay mm-hmm. that used to run anime on Sundays. Oh yeah, you're waiting for Joe on that one. Yeah, me, Joe, and Ed bonded over a mutual love of that channel. Mm. Let's see, do I have anything to recommend? I have a recommendation. Uh, what's that? It's Jubba Cable's is ass. Well, oh, Jesus Christ. Why you lovely ladies out there? Uh, oh, oh, Jesus Christ. Fruit Basket. How could I forget this? Uh, right into yeah. this show. Jubba Cable's is GGG. Thanks to Anime Planet, I remembered something else. One of the other rare few shoujo-related comedies I've seen, to at least some extent, is an anime called Fruits Basket. I feel like you're going to get a similar kind of humor there. And having seen a few episodes, I can say it is funny. What like, is it just... about? I just remember in Anime Club, everyone would boo when it would come on. And I think the reason is because there was no killing or violence. <laughs> I think that was it. And it's it's very much a comedy. There's some like weird element of like, like human-animal type... Th- not really like human-animal type things, but like people associated with specific zodiac signs and having characteristics of that sign or some shit. It was like a weird plot involving that, but most of the time it was just like jokes. Silly ass shit. Um, wait, no. I haven't read the manga. I've only seen the live action series that spun off from it, but there's a manga called Switch Girl that'll probably be enjoyed as well. Uh, Actually, that does have some... uh, not quite cross-dressing elements, but definitely a weird element of seeing uh, the main character as she is at school versus how she is at home, and then being like so different that they're almost like separate personalities. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, now that we've got recommendations out of the way, anything you want to say to the audience before we, I guess, end this episode? When is this going up? Um, 
Not next week, but the following. So in the new year. Yeah. What's the first episode of the new year? It will be the last Berserk episode, I think. Yeah. No, wait, that would be... the That's this episode coming up. So the first episode of the new year is the Fudanchi series. Hmm, okay. Oh, that's right. Boys Love Month. Not really. <laughs> Don't even joke. <laughs> I've, like, uh, tripped, tripped and fell into too many theme months. You don't want to do Boys Love Month? I do at a specific point in time. Okay. I don't want to do it by accident. I feel like every episode I say the phrase black people. And I'm going to try and stop saying that. Because nobody cares what I think. I'm going to start talking about Mexicans. Okay. Um, can I talk about Martians? Yeah. Sweet. You can talk about Matt Damon and uh, Martian Manhunters. And Marvin the Martian. And, uh, yeah. Jack Nicholson. He was on Mars. He was in Mars Attacks. Oh, yeah. for the best uh the recording i did of this this is recording three because i seem to be screwing up a lot um it got interrupted and again probably should have because i think in frustration i said some things that would probably get me into trouble uh to say any more would be a bit too telling so yeah let's just get on with it the song you're listening to right now is synthetic highway if you uh, like it and want to hear more stuff like that, head on over to soundcloud.com slash submorphine. Submorphine, S-U-B hyphen M-O-R-P-H-I-N-E. The next song you're going to hear is the promo theme, Anime Rocket. If you like that, please check out Squarion at facebook.com slash Squarion, S-Q-U-A-R-I-O-N. Uh, also, feel free to check out Squarion's ongoing uh, Flash Project, Project Stick, at facebook.com slash project stick if you want to talk to us head on over to the soundcloud at uh, soundcloud.com slash radio or if you want to talk to one of the hosts directly you can hit us up on twitter i'm at old connect joe's at nhep returns and mike is at hyper 90s yeah um though we do have a uh, group Twitter, a Hey Listen Radio Twitter, so if you want to talk to us all at the same time there, you can do that too. We've also got a Facebook, and if you want to listen to us through means outside of SoundCloud, you can subscribe to us on Android, iTunes, and Google Play. There's also an officially unofficial Gmail for this uh, podcast, uh, oldtakuconnection at gmail.com. So yeah ways to contact us uh, website's probably going to remain down for a minute until uh, we're big time though if you happen to want a website to interact with us on uh, leave us a comment at any of those locations we're more than happy to interact with you please seriously especially me I'm lonely 
mechanizations that make up the world I live in aren't allowing me for any sort of life outside of this room. Help. Well, until I find said help, thank you for listening and have a good night. this this isn't even anime this isn't even anime related this isn't even japanese related or japanese period um shut up police story commentary what does jumper cables have in his bedroom well there's a big black and green vacuum cleaner an oversized soccer ball a dresser and uh, blinds with a an L-cut square cut out of the bottom left-hand corner. Or I guess it's not an L-cut. It's just a little rectangle. Which, uh, I see that sometimes. Maybe it's from a cat. There is also a bed... It's his niece's bed. Pretty little backpack. Put that uh, hole in your blinds. Hole? Yeah. Oh, that's from the cat. That's what I thought. I knew it. You can rewind the tape and hear me guess. (laughs) Okay.